this podcast is brought to you by Shay and Jayla. No, Jayla, a lot of people ask us how they can help us grow our podcast. You can like, comment, share, rate, or subscribe to us. Yep. And if you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and just a simple word comment, that helps us be seen more by other Why Notters out there. Absolutely. Keep listening. And we appreciate you. Thank you. Everyone says you need to know an attorney. Boy, are they ever right. And we have another sponsor, Shay. We are big time. Robinson Law Offices, located in downtown Wheeling, 1140 Main Street. I've heard they're pretty cute. (laughs) I hear they're pretty cute, too. That seems to be our shtick. Absolutely. So if you need some great representation in the Wheeling area, please give them a call. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Take care. Hello, sunshine. Good morning. (laughs) And welcome to the Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. And what was the tag that you learned? Stop asking yourself. Oh, stop asking yourself why and start asking yourself why not. Yeah, I think we're going to start saying that. Yeah. It's true. How many times a day now do you hear people say, why not? Yeah. It is so fun. But welcome. We are so excited that you're joining us here this morning. We're um, starting a little earlier this morning at 5.23 a.m. Ooh, doggy. It is early. I yeah. got boosted yesterday. I had a lot of anxiety around it because of my second shot. I got sick. Um, but I did great. I drank, you know, we have that gallon water bottle. I drank the crap out of that and filled some of it with that liquid IV. And then I just like preemptively took some Motrin before I went to bed and I was fine. Couldn't believe it. And I drank a bottle of wine. So <laughs> I was afraid to drink. <laughs> I was like, my immune uh, system will not handle that. What's your wine of choice? You like? I just like Cabernet. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a wine snob. I don't, I don't like to drink out of a box mm-hmm. and I don't. Like, if I would open a bottle of wine today, I wouldn't drink it tomorrow. I'm with you. It, it, it does not taste good. Yeah. Supposedly, they have that thing that you can save it. Like, I forget what it's called. If you know, hit us up. And my brother-in-law has it. You can save the bottle of wine. Hmm. I like the... The only box wine that I like is the Rosé Boda Box. I the do. black one? Um, it's, is it black? I don't know. Sure. I don't black. know. Um, but yeah, but welcome. We have been, we've been up to this, um, meditation and reading challenge this past week in our Facebook group. We're on day four and the ladies in there are killing it. They are killing it. And tonight we are interviewing one of my good friends, Sam Martin. She's a librarian at, um, Washington and Jefferson college. And she's like a voracious reader. So she's going to talk to us about like redefining reading and how to jumpstart that for us. Yeah. And you know what? In the book that I'm reading right now, Atomic Habits, it says you have to look at it as an identity. Like you have to believe that you're, you know, a reader to be able to have the habits of a reader. Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's kind of a different mindset. I was talking to Sam too around reading 
because reading is not something that comes easy to me, right? But I almost look at it now as like exercise, right? So yeah, I like to exercise now. I've gotten over that hump. Like I, I look forward to it. Um, and I think for some people exercising is like so overwhelming, whereas reading is really easy. So it's just, it's kind of the same thing as like an exercise for your brain. Yeah. And then kind of what my book says, you just have to believe that you're athletic. Yeah. And then the habits of an athletic person will follow working out. That is interesting because a lot of like the um, mindfulness books talk about labeling yourself. Yeah. And how we kind of like go through life with all our different labels. And if one of those labels is taken away, would you still know who you are? So it is interesting because why not label yourself something that you want to be? Oh, yeah. You know? But if you struggle with it, you're going through day day to day, you ask yourself, you know, if you're at lunch and you, you know, just for example, because this is the one I remember out of the book, I'm not trying to lose 20 pounds here. But if you're trying to lose, say, 20 pounds um, and then you're at lunch, you just ask yourself, what would a healthy person do? And then you make that choice. And over time, you develop a habit. That's, that's good. That's like that mindful eating, right? We all yeah. know the right thing to do. I know. I think if you're just like in a conscious state when you sit down in a meal to where you're not like rushing and ravenous, we would make better choices. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I learned about the, um, what's it called? Let me look it up for the name. I learned about a couple new apps, but this one's been really good. Is that a meditation? I'm learning a lot in that group. The Insight Timer app. Mm. It's a free meditation app. I downloaded it's really it, good. but I haven't opened it yet. So, does it <clears throat> automatically time and everything? Is that where the time? Well, you you can do like timed without guided. So they'll have like a sound bowl, and mm. you can even just say, you know, I want to do five minutes timed or whatever with that. So, um, or they'll have different guided ones on there. Oh, okay. And then this is the quote that I of the day that I got from there is improvement. In, oh, I just went away. Damn it! One on one second try it again. <laughs> I'm not a fast reader. If you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. And that's by Jim Rohn. Mm. So, yeah. I think that group's helping us all realize there's a community of us that, um, you know, want to get better, do better. Self-love. Love ourselves a little bit more. I took another mental day yesterday. Good. How does it feel? It feels awesome. Yeah. I when I, I, you know, I'm sure if you've, you've listened to us, I do these ever so often because, you know, just like most people, my days are just push, 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 push. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes I don't even know how I get what I get done in a day regarding my kids' schedule, my schedule, you know, all of the above. And when I look at my weekly schedule, if I'm really busy, I usually try to take one day where I just do not leave my house. Yeah. And I do whatever the hell I want to do. And did your, your facial scrub? I did, a coffee scrub. And Never done that. Really, you know what? The sound was kind of weird, but it was very, very nice. And then I put, um, you know, some really good moisturizer on it. My face felt like a baby's butt. Yeah, it just felt so good. I like to do that every once in a while where I'll 
I'll um, like go down to the Asian massage place and just like treat myself to an hour long massage mm-hmm. and just sh- show myself a little bit of like love and kindness. Even to, I was talking to a friend at work around, ooh, exercising. And you and I talk about this too, but like years ago when I was younger, I would almost like kill myself exercising. I'd be like, you know, if I am mm-hmm. not out there running four miles or six miles at such and such pace, or if I'm not going to like a, a hardcore CrossFit class, then what am I doing? Like yeah. I'm not challenging myself. And now I'll recognize when my body's really tired and I'll, and I'll enjoy a walk or I'll be, I'll go for a 20 minute jog or whatever it is, but like, or take a rest day or take a rest day. Just be like a little kinder to myself in general for sure. Anything's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Have you had a mantra of the day lately? Um, you mean, no, no, not really like an affirmation or so. Yeah. Um, no. The one that I have seen is um, I am magic, which uh, there's burned a couple, out. Oh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> there's a couple people. <laughs> My car was playing some country music. <laughs> I think you just called somebody. They're about to get a um, early morning wake, wake up. Call. Um, but there's a couple people in our group doing an audible meditation called um, Your Daily Magic. And so I just kind of took that and said, you know, I am magic, which I think is good too. Yeah. So there is that. And, um, Davis was sick yesterday. He had like a cough. I think he just wanted to stay home with me. And I was telling Jayla, I'm not, I'm not a great sick, you know, sick day mom. Like some moms are great. They make soup. (laughs) They like put their kids up on the couch, you know, why? I just, I'm like, get it. Get better. Get your shit together. <laughs> Get your shit together. And I also felt like he was just kind of milking it yesterday, but, you know, I tried to make the most of it. I, I always, like, um, if my kids, every time my kids tell me, you know, oh, I got a headache or my throat hurts or something, I'll be like, I think you need to drink more water. <laughs> I, this is my answer to everything. I say that to everything. And I, there was one time that um, my, my sweet bracket walked down the stairs and he goes mommy my belly hurts I think I need to drink more water (laughs) and I just started laughing but yeah that's what I always tell my kids I think you need to drink more water me too like I made him chug like eight glasses yesterday of water it's true though it'll get it right out of your system that's for sure well we are going to talk today a little bit around a chapter in the book that I'm reading, The High Five Habit, around um, perfectionism and procrastination. So, do you have? Do you feel like you have either of these? Um, I would say I have a. I have both. I would yeah. say it just depends. Um, what we're talking about here. Yeah, I never used to think that I had perfectionism, but I definitely think I have touches of that. Um, so, anyways, she was talking about within this chapter about, you know, starting today on whatever it is, working towards whatever it is that's in your desire. This week I had listened to a podcast with Jay Shetty. He's like a, the author of the book, um, think like a monk. Mm -hmm. And he talked about like within your career, you should have two jobs. One is the job that pays the bills. Like 
your corporate job, whatever you're doing. And the other is like a passion project Mm -hmm. because that passion project could someday turn into a job that you actually like. Yeah. He talked about like when he first put it on LinkedIn, it was like a big step Mm -hmm. for him because he didn't really see it as a job. But then like once you put on there, it, it, people see you Once you believe it. Yeah. And he was like, people were reaching out to me. I started to like get more viral posts. My message was being more well received. So anyways, little actions like that. But in the book she put, procrastination and perfectionism are two of the deadliest dream killers. They aren't a high five energetically. They are a hell no. They slowly choke your ambition to death until one day you wake up disappointed and resentful when you realize I never even got started. So let's get one thing straight. You're not a procrastinator or a perfectionist or an overthinker. So it's like, it's like your atomic habit said. Yeah. You've got to kind of redefine what you, you got to redefine, you know, who you are. Yeah. She talks about like why a lot of people don't act is because you are, you're scared. Mm-hmm. And then she goes over this story in the book about a guy that wanted to be an actor, but he only had um, $700 in his bank and he felt like he couldn't move to Los Angeles because he didn't have enough money. He was like making all these excuses. She was like, when I was talking to him, I saw all these opportunities. Like he had friends that lived out there. She was like, why don't you ask them if you can, you know, live on their couch until you get on your feet and drive over out there. Like you are here and just like try go on these auditions and move towards that goal. And he kept coming up with like all the excuses as to why he shouldn't. Are you like that ever? Like, where you like, like, run into an obstacle and then, you know. You know what? No, I'm pretty impulsive. <laughs> so, no. I don't think. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think I will do that with, like, my work stuff. With, like, sales. Like, I'll only see it one way. You know see, what I mean? See, for me, mine is not before I do something I think about it constantly mine is after I've already done something then I will think about it a lot and be like could I have done it differently like should I have done this like oh did they take what I said this way when I meant it this way I'm a after a after thinker I'm impulsive too like I've bought a house every house I bought it was like the first house I looked at and I bought it in a day like I'm like yeah I like it (laughs) kind of thing I definitely don't overthink um, but I have in, in certain circumstances in my life. <clears throat> so there are two kinds of people, she says, people who see obstacles and people who see opportunities. So I think that's like a different mindset too with things is like when you, so, so say you and I, we want to really take this podcast thing and, and go, we, we do need a website. Like we yeah. need to get an email list. We need to do those kinds of things. And we can either see those as obstacles because we don't really know people that do that and it's, it's costly or we look at it and we go, all right, who in our community already does this? Or like you said the other day, could we reach out to Fiverr? It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's a start, like Mm -hmm. making those steps towards it. Just jumping. Yeah. Reframing your mindset and just knowing that you could be, you could be blocked. Perfectionism for sure. Um, and then I think the real trick too is just to like catch yourself when you're in those things. And you know how like if you have a conversation with somebody about your dream and you're 
making all these excuses about it, maybe they're the ones that catch it for you and help you redefine it. Yeah, or maybe they're the ones that, you know, will confirm your doubts. Yeah. And those are people, you don't want to be around those people. Um, and a podcast I listened to, it said, um, be careful who you share your aspirations with and your dreams with. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like they're going to steal them, but it's like, you know, they may not be your cheerleader. Yep, exactly. There were two other tips that um, she said too for like helping yourself get through one of those kind of blocks. Because really, again, when you think about a belief, it's just a thought that you've bought into. I can't be an actor because I live here. I only have $700. You know what? Going off of that from my book, it was you ask yourself who you want to be. Uh-huh. And then you believe that you're that person. So in that instance, that guy should believe he's an actor and he should make choices based yep. on what an actor would do. Put it on your LinkedIn. I'm an actor. You know, yep. like just start believing, taking little steps towards that. And she said, you know, like flip it, right? So versus it's not the right time for my dreams to come true. If you could flip it and put, if I put in the work, I can make this happen. Yep. And it trains your RAS, like we talked about on the last thing, to start seeing signs towards that dream coming true versus all the blocks because if you're focusing on the opposite side of it you'll see all the stuff all the things that would block you along the way then her other trick was to give yourself a deadline so so you and i we want to we want to get our podcast website up we should probably say we want to do it by january end of january Mm -hmm. or something like that when you give yourself a deadline like you start moving towards that they do work. Deadlines work. Yeah, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Gotta believe that We shit. should put that on our LinkedIn, right? Hey, it's on my Insta. It's on mine, too. And I, I once I listened to that podcast about, about him, like, with putting it on your Instagram and, like, legitimizing it, this is something we do every day, you know? Yeah. That we do have a skill in doing. Mm-hmm. Now, we should put that on our Insta, or on our um, LinkedIn. Believe it. Exactly. You gotta believe Yes, because there was another example. This is a really good one, too. Um, it said, if someone asks you, hey, do you want to smoke a cigarette? <clears throat> and if you say, no, I'm trying to quit, you're still identifying as a smoker. Right. But if you say, I don't smoke anymore, or I, I'm not a smoker, you're, you, and you used to, but you're not identifying with it anymore. So your your mind and your body's trained. I'm not a smoker. It's almost like removing that label. But if you say I'm trying to quit, you're still identifying as a smoker. That is that is just like a little flip, right? Right. It's, a it's little... basically the same thing. Yes. So the um, other thing she said to do, and we've talked about this before, is um, ask for signs, right? So we, that does work because again, I think you're training your RAS to look for what you you want to happen so she said you know how we have our little gratitude journals within that you could jot things down like I got this sign today that told me I was moving in the right direction for my dream or I got this sign that said you know this this could be possible for example I have a friend in Los Angeles with a house and she said I could sleep on her couch and I know I could drive uber there and you know, I know such and such that's a casting director. There's my in. Like, those are all your signs that are adding up towards yeah. 
say, saying, hey, go ahead and move to Los Angeles and pursue your acting career. And the reality is, she said too, it's not whether or not your dreams come true, it's that if you don't try, you kill that part of yourself. Oh yeah. And then you're like miserable, you know? Because mm -hmm. you never tried. So you can just make it a game to write down all the evidence that your dreams are alive and sending you signals. And I wrote down a couple things here. And then that helps you to allow it more. And it trains your RAS to see more of the opportunities versus the obstacles. I like it. <clears throat> also, she said waiting is a decision. So if you're like, I'm not going to act on my dream, that's a decision that you're making. Yeah. You know? So make the decision to take one tiny step towards what it is that you want to be. And that is that. I just cannot believe that <clears throat> it is December 9th and I haven't really bought my kids anything for Christmas. <laughs> Speaking of waiting, <clears throat> I think it's very overwhelming. You know what? It is. And then I thought I would reach out to Facebook and I made a status like, hey, does anybody have any great ideas? I kid you not, I'm overwhelmed by all the all the answers I got. I freaking got 71 comments. Holy crap. And I'm overwhelmed. Um, but there was a lot of good ideas in there. Anything that tickled your fancy? I mean, I was basically asking for, you know, things for my kids because there's just it's so hard they just they don't need anything mm -mm. Um, but you know most people are saying experiences which yes of course but my kids are so waist deep in activities and sports that it's really hard to plan anything ahead but I mean we I'm gonna buy like Brecken's really into hockey so I think we're gonna buy him some pens tickets hmm. um, and then Hadley she's getting in that phase where she like wants to like go somewhere but she wants to take a friend you know oh, yeah. so I might buy some like movie tickets to where she could take a friend oh and she is asking to buy Christmas presents for a boy <gasps> in oh, her no. class oh, I know no. in her class and here's me I don't know this kid's parents so I'm like who's this kid like who is this kid's parents is he buying you something girl? so I <laughs> I text <laughs> this is me I text one of the teachers. Sure. And I said, hey, <clears throat> who's this kid and who's the parents? Because she said that there's a, his sister is in my son's class. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, somebody's got to know who these people are. So I text her and she was like, oh, well, they're in Disney right now. And um, like a month ago, they bought all the teachers high roller donuts. So they're really nice people. <laughs> like, But I still, I want to know their names. I want to yeah. know who they are. I need to look them up. Yeah, my, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know how my kids' ages, my daughter is eight. So it's really <laughs> not that serious. I'm just, you know, just being... Oh, yeah. My she, neighbor liked me when I was eight years old. She is just insisting on buying this kid Christmas presents. And what I does she want to buy him? I, well, she bought him at the holiday store at school. She bought him something. But she wants to buy him... A fidget off Amazon too. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh man, that happened to me once with Davis, this little girl at summer camp. He wanted to buy her a Bakugan, which is like a little, it's a, kind of like a knockoff of a Pokemon hmm. character kind of thing. And then he gave it to her and then he was like super embarrassed and never talked to her again. <laughs> Actually, for I think it, 
was Valentine's Day. You could buy a flower for anybody. It was like a fundraiser that oh, PTO yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And my my daughter wanted to buy a, a, one of the boys that wasn't even in her class. It was in another class of flowers. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'm not going to deny my daughter from buying a flower. And the mom reached out and she said, oh my gosh, like his brothers were, because he has older brothers, teasing were him. teasing him so much, saying he had a girlfriend. And I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. Like she, <laughs> you know, they're just so innocent. Like, and she insisted <clears throat> on buying him. And it was literally, I was like, do you want to buy a flower? And she's like, yes, look. It just came out real fast, and I'm like, okay. Somebody's been thinking about him. Yeah, yeah. That's what Davis gets embarrassed because what he tells me when you like somebody or somebody likes you, some of the girls push that person in front of the crush. Yeah. And then you know they're so awkward they like don't even know how to communicate in that regard, and then they just get embarrassed and never talk to each other. I know, and then you have the parents going, "What's their parents' names?" <laughs> I know. You know. Davis was hot and heavy with this little girl in uh, Socorro, Montessori. They held hands the whole time during the um, the Christmas party. He was four, and she wow. was like four as well. I was uncomfortable. Like, I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. And he kept telling me he's going to marry her. I'm like, holy crap, is this like the real deal? Well, you know that Brecken and Lucy were ma- were married at Socorro. Oh, how, how cute would their kids be? it's just hilarious like i know they're so young or whatever but it's just the the mom in me and the researcher in me it's like she said i want to buy this boy presents and i'm like did you like boys that young do you feel like yeah i think so Mm -hmm. i think so i think it was definitely always a discussion yeah it's just crazy <laughs> They're so advanced. That's oh funny. my goodness. Well, anyways, I don't know if this was the greatest episode in the world because it's five and it was hard it was to put 5 together. It's 5 a.m. I didn't drink any coffee and I stayed up till midnight watching Yellowstone and I, I drank a bottle of wine because I wasn't paying attention. Well, it goes down so easy. I heard Yellowstone's really good. Everybody and their brothers watching that. You know what? I decided. To watch it, basically, because everyone else was. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't something where I was like, ooh, this looks good. But I could pretty much watch anything, you know. Um, and yeah. it, but it, uh, it is really good, and I love Kevin Costner. Isn't he so Did handsome. you ever watch Dancing with the Wolves? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. He is a He's, sexy, wexy man. He is. That that meme, there's a meme that's out, and it's like, I'm at that age where I can date you or I, or I can date your daddy. Like... <laughs> And it makes me think of the Yellowstone, Kevin Costner and um, yeah. Jamie and Casey. Uh-huh. Sometimes they just, you know, they're they're that old classic Hollywood yeah. handsome. I'm definitely not a teen Jamie, though. I see. I don't know anything about it. Is it dark? Could I handle it? Uh, yeah, you could. It's just like, yeah, just drama. Okay. Yeah. I haven't uh, found anything. I've tried to watch some of these silly Christmas movies that are on Netflix, and some of them are so bad. I can't get, can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah, they're all um, not so good. But Heather McMahon is in one. I think it's called Love Hard. It's a Christmas movie. It's cute. She is a, a comedian, and she has a podcast called um, a- Absolutely Not. She has people call in. We should try to do that. Ooh, yeah. We have a um, At 5 a.m., call in. (laughs) Well, they would leave voicemails, and then we could answer the voicemails back. 
Now we're getting ready to do Miss Carly DeCola's uh, hot yoga class. We're actually sitting mm -hmm. out in front. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for listening today and for supporting us. It's almost been a full year of us doing these podcasts. We have over 3,000 downloads, too. Wow. Yeah. That's because we are podcasters. We are podcasters. We're going to believe it. We're going to. Yeah, and if you if you do websites, <laughs> reach out. Yeah, reach out to us if you do a website. We've already got our lifestyle pictures. I mean, yeah, we're ready to go. Yes, we are. So, anyways, thank you so much. This is the Ask Yourself Why Not, Not podcast. podcast. Have a beautiful day. Okay. Jayla, we have our first sponsor. We do. We do, and it's for your. Teeth. Teeth. We're always talking about smiling, right? Absolutely. Smiling usually helps you feel happy and more joy. So give a smile away. That's right. That's what they say. Um, so yeah, why not keep your smile healthy, right? Mm -hmm. So Pentino Dental can help you do that. Located where? 48258 is a new location. National Road, St. Clairsville, Ohio. Uh, you can check them out on PentinoDental.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. They do family, cosmetic, dentistry. So if you're thinking about getting a new set of veneers or something like that, they can hook you up. Absolutely. Give Pentino Dental a call for all your dental needs. Yep, and he just happens to be a pretty cute dentist too. 